Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of Tea with Tammy. This episode is a same day pod. And um, as amazing as I can make that seem, this is not a good thing. (laughs) This is pure procrastination. But here we are. We're going to get it done. And I'm going to post this today. Um, It is currently 6.23 a.m. Let's get started. Okay, so the first thing that I want to jump into and talk about because I feel like I haven't really talked about this for a while and it's just things that I'm watching. I know at the beginning of quarantine we were all Tiger King and My Hero Academia. I was all over everything. Um but and then I I died out of it. I I got sick of TV. I stopped watching things and then recently in this past month I've dove back into watching things. Uh it's hard to be like on your phone, to be on your laptop, to be on your tablet and then want to relax and watch TV. Like that's just a lot of screens during your day. But, you know, I'm I'm making the time for it. I've caught up on P Valley. I've caught up on Lovecraft. But now I want to talk about some other some other shows that are on Netflix. All right. So the first thing um I want to mention to you all that I watched and I want to recommend is American Murder. This is a documentary film about a a tragic murder that happened, I believe in 2018 where a man killed his wife and his two young children who are who were below the ages of 5, I believe. Um it's just, I'm still mind blown just because, okay, spoiler alert, it's whatever. Cause you know, this is, this is a story that's been out, but this man who killed his family, oh man, he deserved an Oscar because did he lead the police astray to making them believe everything but him being the one that did it? And It's just crazy how you can be married to a potential monster and not know it. You can be living next door to a potential monster and not know it. Um, We already know our government are are monsters and we know it. But it's just sad to where you just can't feel safe in your own damn home. And so that documentary, American Murder, is a must watch because it's just astonishing to see people lie and think that they're going to get away with it. Okay, so another show that I've watched on Netflix is Get Organized. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Okay, so I've mentioned before that I love HGTV. That is like, it's not a guilty pleasure because I'm not ashamed that I love it. It's just that, okay, maybe I am a little ashamed. Let me... (laughs) Let me backtrack. Okay, maybe I am a little ashamed and it's because HGTV is like the whitest content ever. One of the whitest channels on my TV, but I love the content. And so same thing with Get Organized on Netflix. Although it it can appear to be very white, it's still very informative and it's not problematic. It's not toxic. I, I love these white women. And so the show is about two white women taking over a cluttered area in your home and reorganizing it. And these two women have, um, have a business and a book called The Home Edit, where they take everything 
and transform it into a organized paradise. And this low key is like porn because I love a good, organized, clean, modern, simple space. And that's exactly what they specialize in. And so if you need tips or if you just need ideas on how to decorate, design, organize, or just single file some of your items in your home, definitely watch Get Organized on Netflix. Oh, yes. I was in the dollar store just buying so many containers and bins because that's their thing. Um, They have like a deal with the container store where they just buy everything that's clear and acrylic and I love it. Okay. Anyway, another show. This show I actually watched while getting my hair braided because that's when I really take the time to just watch the most random things. And so while I was getting my hair braided, I decided to watch Sneakerheads. Um, this was a few weeks back. Sneakerheads is about, it's, it's a short comedy series, um, that features King Bach. I'm sure you know who that is because he's been in so many Netflix um, films and shows. He must have some type of contract or deal with them. And same thing for his, you know, fellow Vine friends in LA as well. I'm seeing the same handful of individuals in a lot of series and shout out to them because they were able to transform that Vine check or that Twitter check or that YouTube check into a movie Netflix production check. And I am never mad at that. But okay, so this show is about the love of sneakers. And of course, it's a comedy, it's scripted. So you're going to get the rigmarole of the nonsense. But I enjoyed watching this because, I don't know, I just love seeing the love of something in action, if that makes any sense. I love a good show or a good movie where the characters are obsessing over something that brings them joy. And so for example, if I was to have my own little Netflix comedy series, I feel like instead of being a sneakerhead, I might be like, like a crab leg head or like, (laughs) or like a podcast head, you know what I mean? Like a microphone head or something like that. You know, I just love seeing people talk about or acting out passions. And so Sneakerheads is a great show to check out if you just want some easygoing content, something silly to put on, kind of like in the background while you're doing something. It's perfect. Oh, and beware, warning, don't blame me. It will make you want to go out and buy shoes. And so (laughs) don't blame me when you get home and you're like, damn, where did $500 go? Um, that's your problem. Uh, self-control practice it because sneakerheads will make you want to buy every new Jordan, every new Nike (laughs) shoe out there. But okay. The last show that I want to mention to you all that I watched on Netflix. And it's not a show, actually. It's another documentary. It is called A Love Song for Latasha. <sighs> okay, so this is probably the, the blackest thing of all of the shows that I've mentioned because this has to deal with the wrongful death of Latasha. Um, I'm blanking on her last name, so please forgive me. But Latasha was a young girl, I want to say maybe 12 in 1992, who was murdered by a store clerk because the store clerk assumed that this girl was stealing orange juice. Orange juice at the time, $1.79. It's, it's again, astonishing and disgusting that people can get away with murder like this. Because in this documentary, I learned that the store clerk did not face any jail time. 
I believe maybe like the bill was maybe like $500. It was, it was a ridiculous, it was a ridiculous painting of this story. And this was one of the reasons, um, or one of the things that fueled the LA riots, um, back in the day in 92. Um, and so this story contributed to the pain, the frustration, the anger of my community and them wanting a change. And so I definitely recommend watching a love song for Latasha because it, it's, accounts for her friend that was with her, um, not as she was murdered, but just her friend that spent every day with her knowing that this human being, Latasha, wanted to be somebody. And the fact that her life got snatched over some orange juice that she didn't plan to steal because when she was murdered in her hand was the money to pay for the orange juice. And so it was definitely a racially charged murder because the store clerk was white. The little girl is black. And again, this is something that fueled the LA riots. This is a must watch. I think it's less than an hour long. It's, it's maybe 30 minutes long. It was kind of weird to find that out, but I also enjoyed that. Um, just because when I see something on Netflix or Hulu and I see how long it is, sometimes I'm turned off and I'll never get back to it. And so the fact that this was, um, a condensed mini doc, I love that. And I would love to see more of that on Netflix. But okay, but let's transition into music now. So some of you all like to occasionally ask me, hey, Tammy, you know, what are you listening to? And so this is what I'm listening to. (laughs) And um, one album that I have had on repeat is Savage Mode 2. Now, I'm a sucker for a good Morgan Freeman narration, okay? (laughs) Except for March of the Penguins. Like, what the fuck was that? But anyway... Savage Mode 2 is a masterpiece of like everything I enjoy, like ratchery, um, the streets, <laughs> bars, um, lessons, life lessons. Okay, but let's let's start from the beginning. Okay. When you turn on, when you listen to Savage Mode 2, you're gonna be taken down a journey of eerie beats and eerie flows that I am such a fan of, and I feel like fits the time of spooky season, it being October. And so it's classic Savage Mode um, content as for it being kind of dark and uh, kind of um, threatening in a way. Just that little tone where it's just like, don't play with me. Uh, okay, <laughs> all right, 21, we won't play with you now. But I personally enjoy the life lessons within this album. And the the most obvious one is the song uh, Snitches and Rats, where Morgan Freeman and 21 Savage break down the definitions of snitches and rats. And they educate the public on saying that uh, a normal or a general civilian Samaritan in the street is not considered a snitch or a rat if they do tell information to law enforcement. That is just a regular civilian, a regular Samaritan doing their part in the community. Do not, do not feel like you need to retaliate on the everyday person. Now, if you have a snitch or a rat in your camp, that's a whole nother story. And I encourage you to tune into Savage Mode 2 to learn that life lesson of how to approach and handle these different individuals in your everyday hustle. Um, another, another project that I've been listening to is titled, um, Break from the City. Uh, this is actually from an artist titled, or, or an artist by the name of 7098, so 7098. 
this album is really good. Um, okay. So I'm a big fan of voice inflection. And this artist, this guy, 7098, has a really good sounding voice. Like I'm a sucker again for a good voice inflection. Now, back in the day, like I used to have a different um, inflection that I would gravitate to. I used to be a fan of those deep voices. Oh, I was a sucker for Lil Bibby. But now when it comes to 7098, it's very like effortless and it's very backpacky, but not in a way to where it sounds dated or overly conscious or just you know the vibes when when you when someone says backpack rap and it, it could go either way but when it comes to this individual he's executing his sound amazing i don't know what he wants to call it but he raps effortlessly and i love it when someone decides to switch up their flow as for slowing it down or speeding it up or switching up the type of production that it's seamless and it doesn't sound like you're struggling. And nowhere does it sound like that from this individual. As for maybe some other artists I've heard maybe in my area. <laughs> but um, shout out to 7098 for, for putting out that really good music. Um, uh, okay, so let's let's transition into a few more topics and I'm going to get out of here. One, a little quick topic in between or... Let's do two. Um, two turbo topics would be one, can we start holding accountable and calling out these, these celebrities who are trying to make a fashion statement out of their COVID mask by wearing lace versions of their mask or some type of bejeweled see-through version? Because that is keeping no one safe. You hear me, Lana? Do you hear me, Lana Del Rey? Oh, okay. I've disliked this woman for years. For years. Oh my gosh. The way she fetishizes just dying. I feel like it's, it's, it's insensitive. It's detrimental to the youth and it's ignorant on her part to want to fantasize about being a part of this 27 club. Like, girl, shut the fuck up. But anyway, she's out here wearing these fashionably. <laughs> I mean, they're cute. I'm not going to lie. It's a cute mask, but. You can poke your finger through it because it's bejeweled. It's like stringy. It's like diamond out. I don't know, but it's not a mask to protect you from a virus. And so as much as we want to be cute during this pandemic and as much as we don't want to mess up our makeup or we still want to be seen, you know, we got beautiful smiles. We want to show them off. We got to be safe. That's the top priority. And so please check these women online and men because you know, there's some Keiths out there. There's Car- there's Karens and then there's Keiths. They're both out there. Check them all about this whole mask tyranny on where they feel oppressed and let them know that, hey, not only do you need to wear a mask, you need to wear a proper mask. <laughs> Can we live? Do y'all want to be out here struggling to breathe like Trump and trying to hide it? No, just wear your damn mask. Anyway, another quick topic. Um, Let's, uh, this is uh, super quick. Let me just, what's it? <clears throat> okay. Hmm. I'm trying not to be weird. Okay. There is a difference between a mixtape and a playlist. And I just want you all to be very careful with the transition of opportunities that are being offered in the media music realm. 
I know that sounds weird. Let me explain. Okay, so as we advance in this in this creative culture, there are new opportunities. People are out there calling themselves curators, right? I don't know what they curate. <laughs> but if you ask them, they're a curator because they make a playlist. They put a group of um, cool books on a list for you, um, a list of shows, kind of what I did earlier talking about Netflix. If they create some type of list for you to then check out, this list can, uh, contains, you know, content created by other people, but they collectively sought out and found this information and put it in a nice, pretty list for you. A playlist, if you will. And some people have taken this, um, new realm of curation and monetized it. And so Spotify, if you have not known or some other platforms as well, I'm sure are offering deals, um, and signing people to their, to their platforms to curate these popular playlists. So I forgot his name. He's like a short Hispanic man. He, he works with hip hop. But anyway, he has a popular playlist that I sometimes tune into. And I'm sure he's getting paid for doing that because he's been consistent at curating these different themed playlists. Title does it. Other people do it. I've done it. All this to say, if someone approaches you wanting to offer you a deal or an opportunity to be featured on their here comes the semantics, here comes the wording on their mixtape, ask questions because that mixtape may actually just be a playlist. Okay. So a lot of people are playing this word game, semantics game and like trickery game as for people are looking for opportunities. People are out here being thirsty and they're taking advantage of you. And so they're, they're painting these opportunities as grandiose and, um, hard to pass up. But in the meanwhile, it ain't nothing special. I mean, it could be something. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to shit on the opportunity. But just be careful for what you're signing up for because there's some people out there who are getting bamboozled and duped because they think that they're going to be featured on a mixtape or an album and it's really a playlist. Um, they, they end up sending over their song and they realize that their song is just now featured on Spotify on a bigger playlist that has a lot of other artists on it versus a mixtape that's being sold or um, posted on, you know, just another means of distribution. It's getting weird out here in these streets as for what you can and cannot do, what you can and cannot offer, and what you can and can't get paid for. And the optics are getting scary. So just do your due diligence on if you're signing up for something or advertising something, you're making moves. Make sure you know all the details because I don't want you out here telling me that you're going to be on a mixtape And then when I go looking for the mixtape, there ain't a mixtape because it's a playlist. (laughs) I'm sorry. Anyways, let's move on. Last, last topic. And it's, I'm just gonna, I'm not even going to spend a lot of time on it. Although I probably should. We'll, we'll spend more time on this bigger topic. We'll dedicate a whole podcast to it actually soon. Um, and that's politics. But, um, I just recently watched the VP debate. We had, uh, Pence and we had Harris. And, um, it's no, it's probably no secret that my money is on Harris, right? You know, the Biden Harris ticket, but it's still a shit show. <laughs> okay. Don't get it twisted. Just because I am voting and I know who I'm voting for doesn't mean I'm just all confident about this shit. But when we talk about last night's debate, let's talk about 
how I just found out <laughs> and excuse my ignorance because I had to tweet it as I found it out too. These niggas is old. Okay. Not in reference to Harris, but I think the moderator had mentioned to Harris that if she was to win her and her, you know, her and her partner was to win, she would then be the VP to, to the oldest president in history. The oldest at 78 years old. What the fuck? That seems, okay. Again, excuse my ignorance because I should have, I should have known their ages. Come on. Like, you know what I mean? That's like the first thing you ask someone, especially if you was on AIM back in the day, like in 06, ASL, age, sex, location. I forgot the first fucking letter, but here we are. I'm now finding out. That I've been catfished and Biden is out here walking around as a 78 year old. Listen, I'm 28. I am 50 years younger than this man. And listen, when I've been down to pick up something, I can feel, <laughs> I can feel myself just like getting old. You know what I mean? Like I feel my joints sometimes. Like when I'm trying to hit that Meg the Stallion twerk. When I'm trying to get my boots and my coat to do that dance from the WAP video, (laughs) yes, please believe I feel it all throughout my knees. And so what is Biden about to do? Tell me. I know he don't have to actually twerk or run or hop, you know, skip, jump. I I, I know he doesn't have to do it. But I like seeing Obama play basketball. Because it's like, just in case, you know what I mean? Just in case he got a D up a nigga, he is ready. What is Biden gonna do? <laughs> what, what is Biden? I know, I know no one's ever gonna be like, hey, we're gonna play your country in basketball for nuclear weapons. I know that's not gonna happen, but what is Biden gonna do? Like, it's 2020. It's a weird year. We, we need, I feel like at this point for the presidency, we need like a physical, like, um, obstacle course type of thing (laughs) before these people can get into the white house we have trump already struggling to breathe come on now we don't need another old ass man in office now at this point that's our only option cool whatever but that was just a crazy take takeaway that i discovered while watching it also another crazy viral takeaway pence is obviously dead (laughs) Or full of shit or both. I think both can can happen at the same time. Yeah, he could be dead and full of shit because during the debate, a fly landed on his head and chilled out for a very long time. Now, usually when a fly lands somewhere, you swat at it, they feel a little air, they feel you move, they fly away. This this did not happen. That fly knew exactly where it was going. It smelled the bullshit and, you know, it set up shop made made themselves comfortable and it was hilarious to my twitter timeline because again clearly he must be full of shit or dead and then the last takeaway that i i loved to find out um the silver lining through it all all the bullshit was that at the end of the day harris senator harris is a black woman and although i'm not a fan of her history you know we we shout fuck the police and yet she she led one of the the biggest criminal defense departments in the country but at the end of the day this woman is black cuz when she heard bullshit you can see it on her face just like just like a real black woman would show <laughs> 
She was rolling them eyes. She was making them faces. She was like, wait, hold up. I'm speaking. Hold, hold, hold up. Hold up now. Who are you talking over? You know, at the end of the day, she was still that woman of color that I appreciate. And so although I'm not the biggest fan of her history, I still got to ride for my people and I still, I still got to represent for my black women. And so shout out to Harris for killing it and showing poise. And it was very night and day as for how the presidential debate went and how this VP um, debate went. It was just yin and yang. And shout out to Harris for really setting the bar on what class and, and facts look like. Okay, but um, that's all I wanted to discuss during today's episode. Um, we talked about a lot. Please check out those Netflix shows. Let me know your reviews, how you feel about them. Um, share some content that y'all have been watching. I am open to a lot of things. Like I binge watched all the My Hero Academia. That is not a secret. I have t-shirts now to prove it. I'm a fan. <laughs> this is weird. Um, and so yeah, recommend any type of show. I'm willing to check it out and, and we can become, um, pin pals over the internet sharing our reviews. <laughs> But until then, follow Tea with Tammy on all social networking platforms. Stream this on multiple platforms that you stream podcasts from. And until next time, find your Halloween costume and sip some tea.